Welcome to Fresh Death Comics. I'm your host, B. Luke. Hans, you are with us. Always. This is a very special episode. It is the... I think every episode is a special episode. This is the night before the dawn. What does we, that mean? We have our 50th episode. The next episode we do will be our 50th episode of Fresh Death Holy Comics. Holy cow. We've been doing this for 50 episodes. That's amazing. I didn't think we're going to get past 10. Yeah. I mean, we, we went through some struggles, but here we are. So we have a lot of things planned out. Uh, one special thing for our 50th anniversary episode, we're going to be giving a giveaway. We have 12 books courtesy of Heroes Your Mom Throughout Comic Book Shop in Elmira and Oni Press. They have given us uh, 12 of these Oni Press starter packs, which contains six of their number one stories. So it has uh, the books... Uh, they have all the number one issues of The Sixth Gun, Letter 44, Bunker, Stumptown, Life After, Kyojimax, and Helium. I, I mispronounced that one bad. You did good. Really? Sure. All right. So, you know, it, it's got a lot in here. I mean, if you were going to buy the issues themselves, I mean, it's, it's a full issue. It's, it's all reprinted into a nice book here. It's pretty cool. So we're going to be giving this out. So the rules to get the books, uh, either... Send us a tweet, the hashtag F2D50, and on Facebook, just comment on our page. We're going to choose 12 people randomly. We'll send you this book. Uh, we'll do a private message there so we can get your address because, I mean, it's it's a big book. But we're going to make this happen. We'll give it to you guys uh, as a way of saying thank you for listening to us for 50 episodes. And it, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I like the book. The book's kind of heavy, too. I feel like I should take it away from you so you don't hit me in the face. Why would I hit you in the face? Because I feel like I'm going to say maybe dumb things in this episode. And you're just going to be like, you idiot, and hit me. You say dumb things a lot. Right? I know, but we haven't seen each other in a while. I've been I, away in I New York that. City. You were in Canada, apparently. I mean, we we had ourselves a little bit of adventure all over the place. Life happens. It did. So yeah, I was in New York. Uh, I had a wedding. My good friend Chris Hoffman was getting married, and I was part of the wedding party. And let me tell you, I had the absolute worst experience at Men's Warehouse. Last Monday, I went to them. And I said, hey, do you, can I try on anything? Can I make sure everything's here? What should, you know, do I need to do anything? He said, no, no, no worries. Come in Friday. You get everything. You'll be fine. Did you get a dress or a tux? I got a tux. Okay. Uh, and so why would I be in a dress? Just asking. I don't want to be in a dress, man. Just clarifying for the people. So Friday, I'm leaving for Long Island. Actually, I'm leaving for Connecticut because I'm going to hang out with Tom before the wedding because me and him are carpooling over there. I try on the suit. The suit... It's weird. Have you tried on a tux before? Yeah. This is my first time. Everything is to the T perfection. That's the point. Like, I put on my shirt and I'm like, this shirt isn't long enough. Because I like my shirts when they go down to like the middle of my leg. Like a dress. A little bit. You know, when I tuck it in or whatever. This one hit hit my stomach and that's where the pants hit. And it made it that I didn't have to wear a belt because of the amount of fabric kept the pants up. And I was like, this is like special magic. Like, I, I was fascinated of how, like, this was keeping my pants up. They didn't have to fall down. They didn't have to wear. I was like, man, I should buy a tux at all times. You should still wear a belt for, you know, style points. No, they, they, they said no belt. That was part of the, the rules. No belt. They didn't give you a belt. They didn't give me a belt. Did you get a Who are these people? This is men's warehouse. So I tried on the vest. The vest. Savages. The vest went to about my nipples. 
Like, I couldn't button it any, like, they, they got two sizes too small. So it was a baby vest. It was. It was a baby vest. And I'm trying on, I'm like, and they're like, oh, no worries, no worries. We'll send it to you. We'll have it here tomorrow. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Can you ship it to Long Island? And so I call my buddy up. He gives me, he gives me the store number, the actual store number. We had everything. She looked it up. She had it ready. I drive down there. That next morning, I go into the men's warehouse. I'm like, I'm here to pick up my vest. And they go, yo, man, uh, sure. And they look around. Takes him a half hour and he says, it's not here in the store. I was able to look into her computer system. It's in Horsehead's. I'm like, well, it needs to be here in Valley Stream. Like, we need this to happen. And he goes, no, nah, it's not here. I'm like, what do we do? He goes, I don't know. It was about five hours away. It's about five, yeah. The wedding is the next day. The wedding is the next day. We have a rehearsal dinner that night. Do you have to drive back? No. I I, I said, what what do we do? And he's like, there's nothing. So I call the, my manager, the manager at the Horsehead's. And she says, oh, they should just restitch it. And the manager goes, no, no, no. If you do that, you ruin the vest and you have to pay for it. And so they said, find him another vest. So you're going to put me in black or a black vest. And I called my buddy and he he freaks out. This is a kid. You, you've met him. Very, very like almost like California. Like, hey, man, everything's cool. You know, we're going to be friends. Like real mellow guy. He flips. I goes, what are we going to a freaking funeral? He goes, I'm not going to have you in black, man. You got to be in red. Everyone's going to be in red. And so he goes, I'll be there. Give me 10 minutes. I'm going to be there. And so the guy comes to me in the meantime. He goes, uh, there's no other vest anywhere, no other color. So good luck to you. Bye. I'm like, well, the groomsman's coming. I've never heard him so angry. And they're like, uh. So they go tell the manager and everyone's like staying away from us at this point and all of a sudden my buddy comes up rips open the door and goes where is he where is the manager because i guess he had a bad experience the other day all his fitting was totally wrong like he had one leg longer than the other his jacket was all messed up so he's already dealt with his manager before and he came in he starts going we, we, what are you gonna do about this vest why can't you just make it longer on the sides like restitch it and he's like oh we can do that for you sir no problem i'm like i I've been here for three hours, and now you decide to be all nice about it? So I, I was I was so upset. So it took some about an hour to restitch it. We get it done, and I'm like, all right, that's fine. We go to the dinner, and I don't know if I should tell this next part, because it's a theft, and I did a thieving. You did a thieving. I did a thieving. You completed one thieving. I completed a thieving. Her so we're in Long Beach. That's where the rehearsal dinner was. Long Beach is where Hurricane Sandy hit the hardest in New York. There was, remember Hurricane Sandy? And actually, his uncle's house where he had the rehearsal dinner, it was actually raised because of Sandy. Like, they got a whole bunch of government money. But I saw this abandoned building that was hit by Sandy. I'm like, oh, man, that's a Sandy building. That got hit. That's so cool. And then I saw it in that's the rubble. cool? Well, a little bit. Like, you see the destruction? Like, man. Like, it's not cool. Like, oh, man, I'm I like, love oh, that's that. really sad. It, it was just a sad kind of cool. Like, Man, look at the destructive power of a hurricane. Like, it's amazing. Like, this building is a strong building. Like, what could affect this building? It, it just got washed away. But in there, about 100 feet inside, I saw a brick. It had the word staples on it. And okay. I said, that brick's mine. So after the party was dark, I'm like, I'm going to grab that brick. And my brother's like, no, you're not that fast. You're, you're kind of slow. He goes, I'm going to grab it for you. Why'd you have to be fast? Because you're. we had to go in, like, it was all roped off. Like, we weren't allowed in there. Okay. And so there was cops that kept on patrolling. So my brother grabbed the brick, and we ran to the car as fast as we can. We threw it in the in the sidecar, and I'm like, oh, man, look at this brick, how cool it is. And it, it was just a brick with staples. Super cool. It was. I think it's cool. It I stole super. a brick of staples, a, sta a staple brick that survived Hurricane Sandy. You know what I think that's cool, man? 
I don't understand what it means. It just, What's a staples brick? It's a brick that has staples on it. Why does it say staples? That's what I was trying I figure it was part of the store. The store got destroyed by Sandy, and this is all that's left of that store. So it, maybe that building isn't even a staples. Maybe that brick is from North Carolina, and it was just in the in the water the whole time. Like, who knows where this brick was actually from? Like, I'm not sure how hurricanes work, but I mean, it was part of it. It was, it was part of the destructive power of Sandy. But the wedding, the wedding was awesome. Have you ever been to a Jewish wedding? I can't say that I have. It's amazing. The wedding document that you sign is called a kaputa. Did you have to sign it? No, no, I, I, I was supposed to witness it, but she was running really late, so they just made it that it was just the family and the bride and groom. And she had like this whole mat, like a comforter she was wearing with eye sockets. When she signed it, because he's not allowed to see her until she I don't know what that home. means. So she was her wedding dress was a comforter. It she was wearing her wedding dress. It's kind of like you, like uh, you have like a blanket, me. and he's not allowed to see her while they sign it. So she totally takes his comforter and puts it around her, but she has eye holes, and so she signs it like this. Okay. It's really like it's kind of cool. We all thought we we're gonna stand next to the groom, but we can't in a Jewish wedding. Like how come? Because of the hupa. It's called. It's this big, basically a rub rug on poles. You hold. They hold. They stand in the middle of it with the rabbi, and then the two families are on the other side, just the mother and father. And then the first seats are reserved for the bridesmaids and the grooms. So we're all waiting there. Like so, when I'm walking up with this girl, which by the way, she did not like me at all. The lady I had to walk up with. How come? I don't know. I don't know if I was offensive or I wasn't to her liking, but like. I had my arm out and I was like, all right, I'm going to walk as fast as she can. We're in heels, like, or she's in heels. I'm just in these really shiny shoes. Um, you know, I'm just going to make sure she's comfortable and just walk with her. And she basically runs up there. I've never ran so fast in my life. There's no pictures of the two of us walking up the aisle because she sprinted. You did something, man. I did. I don't know what I did either. I was, be, I behaved. I, I had no alcohol in me. I had nothing. I didn't even have food in me. I was so scared of fitting into the tux. I was like, man, I don't want to eat anything and make myself bloated. Because everything's designed perfectly. So I was like, I don't know what I did. But she did not enjoy me. <laughs> so the whole thing, like, from the ceremony for the hoopah to the sm smashing of the glass, which is pretty cool. Like, I don't know. I, when I get married, I want to have a Jewish wedding. You're not Jewish. Why can't I have a Jewish wedding? You're not Jewish. So? People get married Christian and they're not Christian. They, they they don't believe in God, but they'll go to a pastor and say, hey, will you marry us? Like, they don't go to church at all. Why are you throwing Technic your belief aside? But I'm not. Technically, I'm a fulfilled Jew. I'm a Jew that's seen who knows who Jesus is. That, I don't that's, think that's we all, should have this conversation. That's, that's all a Jew really is. I believe the same stuff as the Jewish people until it comes to Jesus, and that's where we part ways. That's the only difference. So you don't believe the same things? Well, up until a certain point. But why can't I appreciate their customs? Like You can. I, I want to have them in my wedding. That, that's my goal. Like That's what I want to do. I don't know if it's ever... Who knows if I'm going to get married. Then you'll have to convert. Maybe. That would be interesting. So, all in all, it, it was, it was, it was kind of... I, I like the Jewish customs. So, because I was gone all week, we didn't get any time to talk about any of the books from last week. The big book uh, everyone's talking about is the Rebirth book. Everyone's talking about the Rebirth books. You know, Batman, uh, DC Rebirth, it's $2.99. It's the greatest book ever written by Jeff Johns. He loves it. He says it's flawless. Hans, you perused it. I've read it. My, my, I was spoiled, though. My buddy Joe, he spoiled it for me. So I feel like I didn't get the same enjoyment out of maybe other people who read the book and didn't know about the spoiler. What was spoiled for you? So, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil it. Uh, Watchmen. At the end of it, he goes, we're being watched and holds the pin. 
My buddy showed me that whole page. He goes, look at this garbage. So what does it all mean? It means that the Watchmen is part of the universe now, or part of a universe that they are basically going to have to fight, like fight the Watchmen. And they're going to fight them. I, I think so. I think it's going to be a war against the Watchmen, and not just the wa- Watchmen. Because if you're looking at chronological time, or whatever, I think they're just going to fight Doctor Manhattan. Why? Because he wants to fight them. Like, why? Why else would he uh, be in their world? Like, why are they? Why? why be, no, oh, the reason is, is because. Everything that's happened, the Flashpoint, the DC Rebirth, was because of Dr. Manhattan. He's the one who stole the five years from him. He's the one who caused all the rebirths. That's wow. the, because he's Dr. Manhattan, he can alter time and space. That's basically what they were hinting at. I don't know how true that is. This is based on what I'm reading. I mean, that, that's how I read it. And I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Who, who I don't know. All I saw was there's a Watchmen pin. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. You think it's just, Maybe it's just coincidence. You think it's just coincidence? Uh, nah. Well, they show the Watchmen panels, too. Maybe it's just coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence when it comes to comics. No, man. The other big spoiler of last week was Captain America. I was just about ready. I, I had it. I was like, oh man, I'm so excited to read this book tonight. Oh man, this is going to be fun. My buddy, the one who had, who had the wedding, he calls me up and wants to know what time I'm going to be there. And he goes, hey, what's the deal with Captain America? Like, why Why is he a turncoat? Why is he a traitor? He's a double agent or something? I freaked out. I, you were in the car. You saw me. I took the phone away. I was like, yeah. no! That's no. pretty funny. I, I, I was... I can't be mad because he, he was, he's getting married. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know. He doesn't read comic books. He just sees something on Yahoo and doesn't know like what's going on. So he has to ask me about it. But I was like, and so I read the issue and I felt like because I knew the end, I, I didn't have as much enjoyment from it. It was a full, it's a really good issue. Could you see it coming from the rest of the story? Nope. Nope. Did not see it at all. The only thing I was mad about is Jack Flagg's in it. I haven't seen him since Civil War. Like the first Civil War. Okay. And he was really, like, he had this whole story arc, and I was like, man, I like this Jack Flag guy. But then he got captured and shot and, like, really wounded. And I was like, oh, man, I like him. Now here he is again. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And Captain America kicks out, on the, out of the plane and basically kills him and goes, hail Hydra. I'm like, Jack Flag cannot have a break. Poor guy. He's always getting hurt. So that, that was that's what I took away from his Poor Jack Flag. That's what you took away from him? That's what I took away from Because, let's face it, this Hydra thing... It's not real. No, six issues, it's going to be... He's probably... He's probably a double-double agent. Probably a double-double agent. Or here's my idea, with him becoming young, maybe, the and with the whole Pleasantville situation, maybe the right the wrong brain's in him. Maybe his brain won't. Like, I know Nick Spencer said, oh no, this is the real Captain America, this is the Captain America that he's always been. But he has to say that. Correct. Look at Dan Slott, two years ago, said, Nope, Spider-Man's dead. He isn't ever going to come back. Peter Parker is done. Finit- he's gone forever. I wish that were true. And then he's back, and Dan Slott's like, I felt so bad telling people that. So it's the same thing with Nick Spencer. But people are... Did you see some of the tweets? No, I, I didn't see them. They said... Some of them were like... I, I, I'll tell you a couple of them. They're like, Oh, how dare Marvel discount America written by two Jewish guys. Now he's a Nazi. And I'm like, you don't even give credit to the guys' names. You just say, two Jewish guys. I mean, like, Stan Lee. Like, come on. Like, Who are the Jewish guys? Uh, the Jewish guys, uh, Stan Lee, I think they were talking about, and Jack Kirby. Because this was written by Nick Spencer. Correct. They were talking about the original, like the original people who wrote... Captain America, they wrote it as, they, they said Captain America was a Jew. Okay. And so that's why he fights Nazis and stuff, because, you know, it's a way of Jewish people fighting back. 
and, and all these tweets. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, you know, like, this is just people online who just read the headline and go, oh, I don't like this. But you know it's not going to stick. No, why would it? It's not going to stick at all. So uh, those are the big books uh, from last week. Big spoiler books that people cared about. Let's talk about last time, last episode. What about we, the Joker thing? Oh, the Joker thing. I forgot about that. I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? So in Justice League 50, it was hyped up. The Joker's identity is going to be revealed. We're going to find out the Joker's real name. And then I turned the page and I saw it. His name is... Three Jokers. There are now three Jokers! What does that mean? There's three different people. There's three different Jokers at three different times? Like, how? That means Batman doesn't have one real yeah. ultimate enemy. Yeah, it's three. There's three Jokers at the face of Batman, but how do you decide what Joker? Like, do they all, like, the guy who rips off his face, is that a different Joker than the one who keeps it on? I would say like, so. I, I just don't understand how there's three. Do the three of them attack at the same time? Are they twin? Oh, try. Are they triplets? Are they working together? Yeah. I they, don't know. they go all right because I mean, you did if you read the comics, like it always seemed like how Joker end up on this end of Gotham and end up there. Like, why is he all over the place? So it makes sense to me a little bit. At the same time, just like that's a cop out. That's not the ch- Joker's true identity. It throws out this completely new element that you can play off from yeah i just want to know what it, it adds means. i don't know it adds so much like you could write a complete story of three jokers how they meet yeah i, I want the jokers i want to read it the problem is do you think we're gonna get the answer now or like a year from now listen i don't think we're gonna get the answer ever because it's not a part of rebirth and they just reset everything so it doesn't effing matter no it's not it's gonna it, it, rebirth isn't a reboot it's a continuation no re- rebirth is a reboot it's not have that. you read green arrow not yet. This is the first time that Green Arrow and Black Canary have ever met. It's a reboot. Alright. They've been married. That's all gone. Yeah, because they discussed that in the rebirth issue was the watchman the watch Dr. Manhattan took those years away from him. He altered That time. wasn't within New 52. That happened way before New 52. Correct. So I I, I don't know what's happening. I just so you think this whole Joker thing doesn't matter? I don't think DC Comics matter. That's why I didn't pick up Rebirth, because I didn't want to care. And now you're sucking me into all of this BS. It's not, though. It's, it is. It's what comics is. Everything is like that, though. No, it's not. How? Have you seen Image Comics do a reboot? But Marvel does it all the time. <laughs> no, because Image Comics, it, what they do is just end the series. Perfect. Just do that. But these are characters. You can't end a Captain America story. Why not? You can't end a Flash story. How come? Because they're, they're icon characters. You have to keep their legacy alive. Do you? You do. Create a new character. That's going to be exactly like the Flash and runs fast. Yeah, it's called the Flash. No, just create a new character. No, man. I got to disagree. Disagree. So... Last... So they're just bad at coming up with new stuff, is what you're saying. I'm just, they're just trying to keep it original. And we're along for the journey. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So last episode, we talked about your pick of the week was Moon Knight, number two. That is true. Number one, you were really iffy on it. You said, I don't know, I really love Moon Knight, but we'll see how it goes. So Moon Knight, number two, what do you think? I mean, I feel like we got the exact same story from issue one. But it ended with mummies coming out of a, a streetcar. No, we, we got... So, yeah, a lot of it was the same. Like, he's still questioning what's going on, what's real. I don't understand any of this. But we got answers that he does... Everything does exist. 
He actually is Moon Knight. He's been trapped in his temple with these weird dog things. Anubis. Excuse me? Anubis. What's that? It's an Egyptian god. All right. So, and they're they're controlling him. Like, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I'm excited for this third issue that came out this week. You didn't like it? As a Moon Knight fan, you didn't get behind it. I don't know, because I feel like it was the same. We got the same information, but they added mummies. No, because we got concrete proof that... What's the concrete proof? That everyone around him is saying, yeah, man, I remember. I remember you. Yeah, but that could still all be in his head. If it is, I'm going to freak out. You could just be seeing his his memories in these people. Like, they're not the exact same people, but so glimpses of he's just walking around by himself? Yeah, he could be seeing things. Like, whoa. He's been shocked so much. What if he's having hallucinations? What if they gave him something and he's just hallucinating all of this? Because Khonshu told him that he's like, what you saw at the end of issue one, in the middle of Punisherland. Where's that? Punisherland? Like Hell's Kitchen? Jared, yeah, he's in Hell's Kitchen. Okay. So he's in the middle of Hell's Kitchen. Punisherland? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. So, and all these pyramids start popping up at the end of issue one, right? Yeah. And he sees that while he's donning the Moon Knight. Well, it's not even really a Moon Knight costume. He's just wearing a sheet. He just cut holes in a sheet and he's running around. This supposed insane asylum. And the roof is not the answer. The basement's the answer, right? Yeah. So they go down to the basement and it's not even really a basement. It's an old... Train station. Train station, yeah. yeah. And then these mummies start coming out of this train car. It was amazing. I loved it, man. I was like, man, this this book's getting insane. We have the same information from issue one to issue two, except mummies now. Egypt is coming alive in the middle of Hell's Kitchen. Maybe. But how? Magic. Or well, it's it, not even happening. Knows. Correct. We don't know, man. It's we're think about it as as a crazy person. No, that, that's the great part about the book, but it's also the frustrating part about the book. He's because I want to know. He's making you insane, man. That's yes. the plot of the book. Yeah, it's like, great that way. Do but... I have the same information? No, I don't. Yes, I do. I, I know this, but do I know this? Dude. No, it's great that way, on. but at the same time... You don't like that? It's really frustrating because I just want to know. I just want the answer. But so does he. But he's a crazy... I'm wait five issues and I'm Moon Knight, right? Maybe. That's, that's it, right? Maybe. He's turning me into Moon Knight. Maybe you're just going to become crazy. You're just going to wake up and be like, what, what am I doing? I don't know. I'm going to start seeing flying Anubis gods and... Just don't ever stab me. So another mystery that came out uh, last week was uh, Department H. Oh my two. gosh. This book is amazing. <sighs> I've said it before. Matt Kind don't like him as a writer. But this book... This book is amazing. This is probably one of the best books written this year. Everything from the artwork to the pages. And now you got me looking at the bottom of the page for the depth. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? Yeah, and I, it's it's amazing. Every there, there, is no, there is a flawless book. So what happened in this issue, we got a lot of backstory. Correct. Where, Which was confusing to me in the beginning because I didn't realize they were in space. I mean, it's kind of obvious. No, that to me it wasn't. All right. You get stars outside the windows. Yeah, I was like, man, what kind of fish are stars? But anyway, continue... Continue. Yeah, so they went to space first, and they failed their mission of finding life in this asteroid belt or something. So now they've basically taken the same technology, moved it underground, and the father died, which we knew from the first issue. But there was a lot of money wasted in the space station. So it gave more clues that, hey, this lost a lot of money, now we're under seas, and that's costing a lot of money. Like, there's so many... I, I, I don't know who it is. Like, I don't know Ever either. since you proposed the idea that it could be multiple people, I'm stuck. I'm like, 
oh, there's, they're teaming up together, or maybe they're all behind it, and she's just going to die. But who came out as a suspect in this issue? It was the brother. Raj, the brother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I feel like each issue is going to reveal that person, like, why they're a suspect. Right, but at the same time, she was suspecting that he had something to do with uh, the lights going out, the flickering, and all that. Yeah. But, I mean, he was right there in the room. Exactly. He couldn't have orchestrated that, right? Unless so he's working who, with somebody. Who was working with him? Who was listening in? Or, coincidentally, maybe it was the giant squid in the end. Uh, I just know. I'm looking at the book. I went through it. I'm like, who is there in the light situation? Who who did he talk to? Did he talk to anybody at this time? Especially because she goes, I know who it is. And I need to report it. Right. She's got all this evidence. She needs to send it back. And then the communications get cut. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. See, for me, this is the frustrating book. Because I just want to know who it is. Like, Maybe it was just a squid the whole time. A squid killer, Dad? Maybe. It's going to kill her, right? Like, Maybe. She's set to die at the end of this issue. She can't, though. Well, right. She's the heroine. But she's set to. So how does she get out of it? And how does she solve the mystery? So I'm going to propose a question for you. So she's dying in the ocean. Yeah. If someone saves her, is that person innocent? No. You don't think so? You can't assume so. Why not? She's dying. If I'm guilty, why am I going to save her if she's dying? So you... Okay. So you know you're guilty. Why would you save her? Yep. Just cut her out of the picture. Correct. Because then no one's going to know. Everyone's just going to say, oh, it's an accident. But if it was her brother, and he's there with her, he took her down there, still she can't report back. Why not let her die? Correct. So that means whoever, if someone saves her, that means that person is innocent. He's not in on it. Not necessarily. I, I still don't think. Well, why? Why would you innocent. save someone who's going to report you, and- you? You just can't rule anybody out right now. Now, the only other thing was the brother. If the brother saves her, he's just doing it to cover his own self because they were down there together. So he he's still going to be Larry. But anybody else who jumps out there and goes, oh, we got to save her, she's dying. I think they're innocent. If she saves herself, then I'm just messed up. I'm just like, that's all of them. It's, yeah, it's still all it's of still them. It's still all of them. I just want to cross. Like, I want to have a, a pe- I Pretty soon I'm just going to print off their pictures on my wall and like have strings around oh my, my room, like what the evidence is. I can't even predict it. It's a well, book you can I, predict she's going to live. She has to live. She has to live. Or the story so, really can't so, go on. So in my mind, she's going to live and either she's going to save herself or someone's going to save her. So does she kill the giant squid? Does this giant squid die? We need to giant, giant, she, They're just going to skip the giant squid. They're going to skip it? They're, yeah, they're just going to... It's just a clickbait. It's clickbait? It's just clickbait. Is it a MacGuffin? It's, yeah, it's one of those things where at the end of the episode, oh, there's a squid! And then it's just going to be like, oh, we, we escaped the squid. No worries. But the squid was in the beginning. They showed you how it has those poisonous barbs on the end, and like, oh, it said something about, like, uh, telekinesis or something? Mind reading? Yeah. So maybe she's just going to talk the squid out of killing her. Oh, if they do that, I'll be mad. I'll be like, no! This is This is dumb! Yeah, but I, I feel like you're just going to escape the squid. The squid's just going to be one of those things like, oh, we escaped that deadly squid. Lucky for us. So it's just going to write the squid out? Yeah. Okay. He's only in it for like a second. Man, the squid is my favorite part. <laughs> so, Hans, it's time for our fav- favorite segments. What's that? What's up with the Wakandans? Man, you always get me. I do. I thought it was going to be my pick of the week. No, no. It's What's Up With The Wakandans. So Black Panther number two came out. Why don't you tell us a little about it? Because you like this book a lot better than I do. I mean, I guess that's fair to say, but you don't like it at all. I don't. I think it is a book I'm dropping. 
and I want to see what's happening. It's so issue two is kind of hard to follow, don't you think? Yeah, a hundred percent. So we're sort of jumping around all over the place, and the only story I really paid attention to was anything with Black Panther in it because you got what seven pages of that, if that. I think his internal monologue was the best part of issue two. Agreed, agreed. That that was the part that kept me interested. Yeah, everything that was going on within his mind, his struggles with his sister being dead, and all of that. I don't know. And he he started fighting everybody. Apparently, like I, I like so he I met the really, villain, right? Yeah, that woman mm-hmm. has she even been named yet? I don't. No, I, I peru. At that point, I'm just looking at it and I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this. So I'm he, basically doing a rebirth of you. Okay, so he met this woman. She said, "Why would I mess with your mind when I can mess with your heart?" That's right. And so she she pulls the I guess an image of his sister, and it looks like he's fighting. I don't I don't really know. It was kind of confusing. And then we get these two female characters, which I don't even know where they came from. It just appeared out of nowhere. And they're, <laughs> and they're so how can you like this book? Because I think in the end it's gonna pay off. I think in Batman it's gonna pay off. I feel. Rebirth is going to pay off, and you you threw that out the window. This book is going nowhere. It all it's Star Wars Episode One Politics Edition. I like Star Wars Episode One. No, you like Darth Maul in Star Wars I Episode. I do one. like Darth Maul. You like the fourteen minutes of his screen time. That was yeah, pretty much the best part of the movie. Not the three hour pottery scene. Yo, that was really good though. I like the video game of that man. Come on, that pod racing was fun. It, it was as a kid, but watching it now, I'm just like. Ugh. Let me hook up the N64, I'll do my own podcast. I'm going to go home and watch the VHS. <laughs> I hate Black Panther. We just saw Civil War as well, had the Black Panther in it. What did you think of the movie Civil War? I really liked the Black Panther character. Now, if the Black Panther comic was like the movie, I would have loved it. Why? Because I was very interested in the politics of that region. Like It seemed like, hey, what's going on here? Let's... But you're not interested in the politics of not, the region we're... in the comic book? No, they make it really boring. In the movie, they kind of made it exciting. Is it because things are moving and you can see it? Maybe, I don't know. So, Civil- did you notice every time Black Panther appeared on screen, when he was jumping around, it was really silent compared to everyone else? And also, there was like this little jingle in the background, like you could hear jungle noise. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you just there's just a slight jungle noise every time you saw Black Panther for the first time. That's cool. Is it or is it kind of awkward? I think it's cool. I think it's adding depth to a character. So, Civil War. If you haven't seen it, maybe I it was rec- just my imagination maybe. too. I don't know. I-, I recommend seeing Civil War. I think it was fantastic. Fantastic. I think it was, it's not as good as Deadpool or X-Men Apocalypse, but I still say it's really, really fun. Okay. I think Spider-Man definitely stands out as one of the better characters in it. Once Spider-Man came on screen, the movie started to become good. Ant-Man was hilarious. There should have been more Ant-Man. Should have been more Ant-Man, more Spider-Man. I agree with you there. I mean, the, the movie had its There should thoughts. have been less Carter family. Oh, so much Carter family. Like, I don't care. There was no reason to kill off that woman. Because she's what sparked Civil War. There was no reason. You have to have a death to spark a Civil War. She didn't spark Civil War. The deaths in Wakanda sparked Civil War. Correct. They, they, they were the fuel, and her death was the fire because of the speech that her daughter made, her granddaughter. No. And Captain America goes, oh, I believe in this. She would want me to fight this bill. Because I think he was going to sign the bill. But then he heard the speech and just said, No! I must make a stand! I think you could have done without that because Tony Stark was greeted by a woman um, whose son died when Crossbones blew up. Correct, because that's the... Uh... So that sparked Tony. No, he... And that's the only thing you really needed 
was that one Correct. spark for Tony, but, and then Tony would battle Cap, and then but, that's it. Cap was fine with signing the document. He was debating on it, and he was like, I don't know what to do. And then he heard that speech, and he's like, I have to stand up. No, no. It is. I don't think that had anything to do with it. St- it was a whole reason He for just the wanted speech. to make out with her niece. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he did want to do that. And that Cap- was pointless. Captain America's playa. I don't know what he's doing, but... So, Civil War Two also came out, the book. That's the end of the discussion? That's the end, because there's nothing else to talk about. Are you serious? Yeah, what? Spider-Man should be outed in this movie. No! Oh, I, I didn't want to go here, because I knew this is where... Oh, that's why I wanted to end it early, because you're going to go here. And no! All right. Why should Spider-Man be outed? Because in order to be on Tony Stark's side, he had to sign the Accords. The Accords are a public document. He would have to use his actual name. He can't just sign it Spider-Man. So everybody would have access to his secret identity. And how did Tony Stark figure it out first of all? My turn? Sure. Tony Stark's amazing. He can find, he, he is the Batman of that universe. Tell me how. He's Batman. Tell me how. He's Batman. Tell me how. He just looked online and said, oh, cool. Let me file this kit. And then he just he probably used trackers and found them and said, oh, this is him. He probably had to watch a whole bunch of videos and goes, hey, the same kid keeps on appearing and disappearing, you know? Because he was attacked in a school. If he was attacked other places, you go, oh. You can All we saw that is he caught a car in front of a bus. Yeah. That's the only video Tony Stark showed us. And he's like, yeah, that's you. I get it. It's you. But the documents he has to sign were private. The reason oh, you it's si- a public document. The reason you signed he could have signed it Spider-Man. We never actually saw him sign the document. But he could have signed Spider-Man. Why would you? That's because boring. what what that document said when he signed it was that he agrees not to fight crime unless Oh, so you read the document. Correct. So it's public. This is what was told to me in the movie. So it's a public document. I've not read the document. I read what I was saw. The document basically said, if you attack anything without their approval, you're vigilante and you're going to jail. That's all it said. How do they know who to put in jail? If you're a co- if you're a costume not on the so Spider-Man says the name Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man goes out and does some you know he goes oh he he's ordained through the uh, the court the courts here he's okay. But Captain America he should not be here he's not on our courts. Captain America you're under arrest. Along with Civil War, the movie out, the comic book Civil War 2 came out. Oh, boy. And Hans, you get it once. I what? You get one once. I get one what? You were right. What was I right about? Uh, spoiler, Rhodey is dead. Yeah, because that came out today, so... But the, technically, he died in... Uh, the free comic book day. The free comic book day version. Like Technically. Technically, that's what... So, the book the book has some... The book is really good. I like it a lot, but it has some flaws. You have to have read the free comic book day version. There is no ands, ifs, or about it. You have to have read it in the middle of issue one. Correct. Basically, when Ulysses decides... Like, he wakes up after they defeat the bad guys, and he has a dream, he goes... He wakes him and goes, we, we have to contact the Ultimates right away. Close the book. Read the free comic book day Read the issue. free comic book day issue. And then read the rest of the book. But technically, we don't see his body. No body, no blood, no death. Yeah. I see armor. Right. You Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. He was never in the armor. Maybe. All I'm going to say is I did I, not see the I like the way you're going here, man. I never saw it. So, for me... I approve. I, I approve don't the want to believe Rhodey's dead. Okay. I approve the theory. Thank you. But this Ulysses guy... He has the power to tell events before they happen. And Captain Marvel jumps on that and goes, Oh, we can use you because we can sh- know what's going to happen in the future. Iron Man goes, No way, man. Every time you change something and change the future, a different future happens. So Butterfly flick. Correct. So just because we save the day here doesn't mean that this person's still going to commit that crime. It could still change. 
So do you think maybe Rhodey died in an alternate timeline? I don't Do you think, think the story is going on in an alternate timeline? I don't think Rhodey was in the suit. Okay, so Rhodey's not in the suit. I don't think Rhodey was it because we never saw his face. Like in Civil War, when Rhodey gets hit with that missile, they rip off the mask and you see what the nose bleeding is like. This one here. Uh, so Tony is looking for Rhodey in part of this book. He's like, where's Rhodey? Yeah. And then he's like, you killed my friend, you partner? You killed my best friend. So Tony thinks he's dead. Tony thinks he's dead. And for Civil War two, Don't you can't have one person die. You gotta have two at the end of the issue. Which same rules if we're going by the Hans meter of death. We're gonna trademark that. We're gonna trademark that. Okay. Hans meter of death. No body, no blood, no death. She Hulk dies at the end of the issue as well. She Hulk does not die. Her vital, her vitals clock out. When you it's see a the. Right, but you know. She's dead. So, like I said, based on the Hans meter of death, she's still alive. No body, no death, you know, because we see her there. We haven't seen her dead. We just see. Right, and you didn't even see the doctors or nurses try to resuscitate her. All you see is, like, people around her. And is Captain Marvel going to be a pirate from now on? I hope so. She's missing that eye, it looks like. That's what the captain stands for. Arr, Amy. She's going to get a pirate ship in her next series. So, based on everything you've read in the story, whose team are you on? I haven't read. You 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 perused issue two. I mean, I've browsed one. it. Yeah. yeah. Whose team are you on based on this information? So, I, I don't know the teams. Doesn't, so the so, conflict is how do we harness this guy's powers? Correct. It knows how do we judge these guys' powers? Just because this guy says something's going to happen doesn't mean we can jump on it. Because if we jump on it when someone says it, someone will die who is not supposed to die. So For example, Brody died because they predicted the future and said, "Oh." He's going to be here, and he, that's the reason Rhodey died. So should we preemptively strike at these conflicts that um, this this guy's bringing up, or should we lay back, let it happen, and then figure it out? Correct. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to say. And now that you've seen that there are casualties, Rhodey is dead. Preemptively striking dead. makes sense. If you know something bad's going to happen, you can prevent it beforehand. But how far do you go to prevent it? Would you jail an innocent person just because you know that they're going to do something in the future? No. No, neither would I, because they didn't do it yet. And that's technically what happened. Thanos just arrived on Earth, and all of a sudden, all the all of them showed up, and that's why he hit. He was he was freaked out. He's like, "What are you doing? You're not supposed to be here. How well, were you here before I even I am?" Like he was just. Which doesn't be... make any sense because he's wearing the gauntlet. That's why he could destroy people, and that's why I kind of yeah. Think... But the gauntlet has the time gem, and he could just you know say forget it and go back. That just shows you how much power this Ulysses guy has. That he can override the time gauntlet. There's going to be a lot of tie-in books. There's called Choosing Your Side Civil War that's coming out in a couple weeks. Where you're going to see each person whose side they're going to choose. I'm on Team Iron Man. (laughs) I think it's because it's tough for me. Like... I always wanted to side with Cap because Cap always knows what's going on. But now Cap America is doing his own crazy thing and being a Nazi. So I, I'm on Team Iron Man. I don't think anyone should hurt anybody until they actually commit the crime. Innocent until proven guilty. Correct. Or innocent until you perform the act. Not let me prove guilty. If I if I see you do something, I'm gonna attack you. I'm not gonna go to court. Because honestly, if you predict the future, well, how do you know you're gonna get a better future? Because what happens when you try to predict the future? You have a world like Scooby Doo. I don't understand. Did you read Scooby Doo? Yeah. That book is amazing. I I love this whole new universe of Scooby Doo. 
it's this whole future thing where all these bad things can happen and they're supposed to be preventing the bad things and all of a sudden someone releases that was awfully descriptive well, i don't want to ruin the whole thing because i think you should go out and read this book you've got brand new versions of all the characters so scooby-doo has been a science experiment and he puts on these goggles and then it emotes his feelings right is that what happens is that what the yeah i think work? they're kind of dumb i mean i like that he talks yeah he can talk he, he doesn't need these goggles. And Shaggy, his only job is being a dog trainer, which is really cool. Did you read the backup story in Scooby-Doo 2? Yes. Oh, so good! The Shaggy and Scooby story. Fred is the only one that kind of shocked me. Fred's always been the macho man, the guy, hey, I'm going to save the day. And here he's just a, he's just a backup character. He's kind of a, a wimpy... Yeah, he's um, 100% different than how he used to be. I think for... Because Scooby-Doo books are just always the same. Here's a fake ghost. We're going to be pretending to be scared of it and turn out it's Uncle Nezer from down the road. Like, it's every single Scooby story. Turns out these nanites have been released throughout the world and they're turning people into, like, ghosts and goblins? That's how I read it. Yeah. And all I'm trying to figure out is how they're not turning. Like, Daphne and Scooby and all that. They're in a safe zone, right? Yeah, but she said that's why the red alerts went off. And she says, oh, no, the safe zone. It's been contaminated. We're contaminated. It's all very interesting. I I think out of the Hanna-Barbera stuff that's come out recently, you know, that and Future Quest, I got Ghost Scooby-Doo a lot better. So there's only two. There's only two. So you'll pick well, Scooby-Doo. Next next week is Wacky Racers. Yep. So I'm pretty excited about that. I, if Wacky Racers can do better than Scooby, I'm shocked. I think it's going to be some sort of Mad Max death race hybrid thing. Scooby-Doo right now. I mean, I think it's one of the best books that come out in the recent weeks. I took time. I went on Twitter and posted a picture of it because I was so excited before the wedding. I was like, I got to tell people how excited so I am. forget this Rebirth. Forget Civil War. Yep. Forget all pick that. Pick up Scooby Apocalypse. All right. Level playing field. You got Department H, Scooby-Doo, and The Fix are all on that same line for me. It's interesting. Because they're all really, really good at making me go, whoa, what's going on here? This is messed up. Hey, Hans, you know what time it is now? It's time for Pick of the Week. Why don't you tell the ladies and gentlemen what book are you excited for that's coming out? It's got to be Deadly Class Issue 21. Now, I, I saw, looking through some pages, it is the final exam I saw on the cover? It is the end of freshman year. Why is that such a big deal? Why are you excited for it? Because someone's going to die? Someone's going to die. Really? Yeah. Why? Does someone have to die at the end of each year? So, they basically set it up, you have to kill the rats. And the rats are our main characters. Oh, okay. So, are they going to die or are they not going to die? We've, we'll find out this issue. And I don't even know if the series is going to continue after this. Wow. I, I looked at the last page. It's it's packed full. There's no letters column. There's no ads. There's nothing. It's just content. And the last page, it doesn't say to be continued. It does not say the end. So, I don't know what's happening. <sighs> wow. Find That's out. pretty intense. My pick of the week is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink. It's Oh boy. It's really good, man. Tell me more. Alright. It takes place after the Pink Ranger has relinquished her Pink Ranger Morpher and she's just kinda living, you know, she's going all overseas in Olympic teams and she's just kinda living life. And now we're gonna learn about like how she exists not being a ranger anymore and what's gonna happen. And apparently something's happened to her parents and she's gotta fake figure out what's going on with them. And I don't know, man. Power Rangers and me, you know me. I love them Power Rangers. If it wasn't Power Rangers gonna pick, it probably would have been Superman. 
Superman. Superman. Because of the rebirth, man. It's a continuation of Lois and Clark. The Superman from New 52 is dead. He died. I don't know what that means. So, you know, Superman... So what? Superman is dead, but Superman continues. Correct. Remember the Superman from the, that Aaron Cooter drew? Mm-hmm. He's dead. So who's Superman? The Lois and... Remember the series I picked up, Lois and Clark? So it's Clark Kent Superman. Yeah, it's it's basically the Dean Cain Superman. So Clark Kent is Superman, so nothing has changed, is what you're saying. He has a son. I mean, it's a continuation. I mean, he's, he's, he's married to Lois. He has a son. It's... I don't know. I, I want to see where it goes. But I don't understand. That's why Power Rangers Pink is my favorite. And the nice thing is, is the writer, the writing team is the same team behind Batgirl. Uh, good luck to you. Thank you. Sorry. So... This has been episode 49 of Fresh Death Comics, issue 50. We're going to do, don't forget about the giveaway we're going to be doing of the Omnipress Starter Pack. So just let us know, hashtag F2D50. Tell us what you, you know, tell us your favorite part or tell us something on Facebook of why you like Fresh Death Comics and we'll enter you in. We're going to choose 12 winners and you all get a copy of the book. We'll mail it out to you. Uh, Have a wonderful day, guys. We'll see you next time.